Welcome to the weekly worship service from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbon A and Kankakee. In today's service, you will hear readings from God's Word, a message from our pastor, the Lord's Prayer, and a blessing for you and your family. But first, a few announcements about our ministry at St. Paul's. We invite you to join us for our weekly 5 p.m. Saturday worship service at our church located at 348 East Merchant Street in downtown Kankakee. We also hold weekly Sunday morning worship services at 8.30 and 11.05 at our school site, located at 1780 Career Center Road in Bourbon A. If you have any health reasons that might keep you away from in-person worship, please consider one of our alternative worship services, such as our worship page on our website, our weekly WKAN broadcast, and through our Facebook stream. You may also request an audio copy or opt for our podcast. All worship services and church information are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. The latest information on our response to the pandemic is available by clicking the COVID-19 tab at the top of the page. For more information about St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, please call the church office at 815-932-0312. And now we pray that you are blessed by the Word of God in today's worship.
Judeo Old Testament reading comes from Deuteronomy 18, 15, 15 through 20. And it says, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen, just as you desire that the Lord your God had poured upon the day of the assembly. When you said, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, Right, and what they have spoken, I will raise up for them a prophet like you among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words, that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. Please rise. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. They went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority, and not as their scribe, as the scribes. And immediately there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit convulsed him, and crying out with a loud voice came out of him, and they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere and throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
May God's grace, mercy, and peace be yours today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for the message comes to us from the Gospel reading from Mark chapter 1. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, bless our time in your word and help us to look to your authority in our world and in our lives. And as we gather, may the words of my mouth, may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, for you are our maker and our redeemer. Amen. In the Gospel reading, we hear this. Jesus and his disciples came to the town of Capernaum, and on the next Sabbath, Jesus went to the synagogue and began to teach. The people who heard him were amazed at the way that he taught, for he wasn't like the teachers of the law. Instead, he taught with authority. Every year, people from around the world uh, head to Pamplona, Spain, to take part in the running of the bulls. That event was glorified by Ernest Hemingway's 1926 novel, The Sun Also Rises, and this festival uh, draws hundreds, thousands of people from around the world to this town of 300,000, and 15 people have been killed uh, in the bull run since uh, records began in 1911. The most recent death occurred five years ago when a Spanish man was gored. Bill Hillman, a 32-year-old Chicago-based journalist, is really an expert on the event. In fact, he even co-authored a book titled How to, Sur How to Survive the Bulls of Pamplona. But on July 3rd, 2014, just knowing about the bull running and maybe even knowing enough to write an instruction manual on it wasn't enough. A 1,300-pound bull named uh, Bravito uh, lagged behind the pack just before they entered the bull ring at the end of a sort of a rainy uh, annual festival. And in the opportune, opportune time, uh, Bravito gored Hillman in the right thigh and a 35-year-old Spanish man in the chest. Uh, both men recovered, but the co-author of Hillman's book told the New York Times, I think we're probably going to need to update this book. <laughs> Experts aren't always experts, right? In our world today, there are a lot of experts. There are lots of authorities. They fill the pages of magazines and social media posts. Just watch TV and you're going to have a parade of authorities for everything you can think of, right? Gardening, cooking, stock market, sports and diets, uh, latest news, electronics, and uh, uh, about uh, uh, the ecology and medicine and education in the world economy. Heading into a, prim a presidential primary season, there are lots of authorities out there, aren't they? And so many people ready to analyze every speech, every word, every action, every poll result, every election. The media loves to bring out all kinds of authorities on almost any issue that arises. The media, uh, and, and, and if anyone in politics really wants to drive home a point, boy, you know there's an expert or authority is only an interview away. What's interesting is that authorities can be wrong, and authorities can even disagree. But then again, if you have been lauded as an expert, you really aren't interested in listening to anyone else's ideas, right? A lot of times, experts often forget what humility is and don't know how to admit that another person might actually have an equally good or better idea than they do. And so it's quite right that we become skeptical this day and 
cynical of authorities, especially these days. A few weeks ago, I reminded you that the word epiphany means to uh, reveal or uncover. Uh, the, the, the purpose of that festival is to not just uh, uh, help us to see the event of Jesus' birth, but to celebrate what it actually means for our lives. And so the readings of this epiphany season uncover, reveal who Jesus truly is. And in today's reading from Mark, we're told about Jesus' first preaching engagement at the synagogue in Capernaum. And immediately, Jesus is recognized as, and revealed as an authority, isn't he? How come this young carpenter from Nazareth was given the job to preach that day? Well, as I was reading about some things, understanding how uh, small synagogues worked in that first uh, century there, and the synagogue had a, uh, and a local town had, it, had a ruler, uh, someone who would take care of the synagogue, organize the meeting, maybe teach uh, the boys some scriptures in Hebrew. But he wasn't a preacher. That was uh, left other people to come in. And on this day, on this occasion, Jesus was asked to read and explain the scriptures. Now, what's interesting is that we, we really don't, other times we do, but here we don't know what he read that day. Or what he said about the scripture reading. But it definitely left a depression, didn't it? We're told the people who heard him were amazed at the way that he talked, for he wasn't like the teachers of the law. It's clear that the people that day, that, that they, they'd heard a lot of people speak before, and, and speak about the scriptures before, and maybe the very passage that Jesus talked about, but there was something different about the way Jesus spoke. You see, when their teachers of the law uh, and other experts spoke, they always talked about other people. They referred to other rabbis or elders or professors and teachers of the scriptures. And of course, tradition was important. <coughs> Quoting them as authorities to back up their explanation of the passage that they were reading. They relied on the authority of other people. Scribes and teachers of the law who were very well respected and were held in high honor and interpreters of the word of God. Jesus is different, isn't he? He spoke with authority. Not only that, he was the authority. He did not need any other experts to back him up. But, but you know, it, it's interesting. I, I I would love to know what Bible passage Jesus spoke about that day. I, I could imagine that as he read, read it and spoke about it in, in such a way that the people heard those words, maybe they even felt that, that, that God was right there in the room with them, which he was. <laughs> but... Uh, Jesus would have had their attention at the point that every mouth was open, every eye wide open, as they heard God speak to them. He spoke to them with authority. Jesus needed no other human authority. He spoke with the authority of God the Father and the Holy Spirit, who pronounced their blessing upon him at his baptism. He is true God, coming with the, and speaking with the authority of God. Now, I'm sure there might have been some who were more uh, astounded and shocked than amazed. Jesus, the carpenter from Nazareth, has just broken that long-held tradition of reaching back and talking about other people, right? No getting around the fact that he taught with authority. Now, Mark uses that word authority a lot in his gospel, about, a, about 11 times. And here already in chapter 1, Mark is establishing that Jesus has this authority that is different to every other authority and power, human or otherwise. 
You heard in the reading today about a man who came into the synagogue screaming, shouting, disrupting the gathering, and Jesus ordered this evil spirit to come out of that man, and again the people were completely amazed. They asked, they said, this man has authority to give orders to the evil spirits, and they obeyed him. We, see the, we hear the same thing being repeated lots of times as Jesus heals the sick or raises the dead or calms the storms. He has authority over sickness. He has authority over death, over, over nature, and even Satan himself. On occasion when people witness Jesus' authority, say, over the power of a storm, they're left asking the same questions as we heard today. Who is this man? Even the winds obey him. Even the waves obey him. They've never seen anything like it. Okay, so what does this have to say to you and me today? How do we who are so cynical about authority and people who claim to speak with authority deal with someone like Jesus who speaks with such absolute authority in our world today? I mean, that could be a, a real barrier. Uh, for some people who are not used to someone speaking with such uh, certainty and absolute authority, right? I mean, you know as much as I do, we live in a society where almost anything goes. Uh, we have people who push back against any kind of authoritative statement, right? You have your truth, you, uh, I have my truth. And, and so that just sort of goes down the line, doesn't it? Because sometimes we're, we're, we're not sure not sure what bathroom to use sometimes, we're not sure uh, what what's right or what's wrong, we, we're, uh, we, we're not sure about your truth anymore, because I'm not sure that really helps me out, you know, uh, supposed experts can look down on uh, you and me if we promote something like hard work, uh, or even the absolutes in mathematics, <laughs> and people uh, question those kinds of things. It's in this environment, this kind of environment, it is necessary to hear someone like Jesus say, I am the only way to eternal life. And the only, only those who live and believe in me will live forever. That's what Jesus says. Absolutely. It'll be offensive. But the truth is the truth. And the truth still needs to be spoken to a world that's cut off and disconnected from God. <clears throat> As, as time went on during Jesus' time on earth, a lot of people were cynical about Jesus' authority to speak in that way, the way that he did, or to do what he did. But he had, he had, he had, to, he had so much to tell those who were hungry to hear God's word that he could not be stopped. Jesus said with authority, I am the light of the world. Other religious leaders and prophets claim to be kinds of divine lights in our world today, but only Jesus backs that up with authority. Only Jesus can give you and me true security. Only Jesus can guide us. Only Jesus can help you and me through the darkest storms. Only Jesus can be that light to light up that path that leads to peace and joy, even though everything's going crazy. Only Jesus can show us the path to eternal life. Only Jesus can say it and mean it that if you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness because you're going to have the light that leads to light. Only Jesus says, I am the light of the world because he has the authority to save. Jesus is the Son of God 
once nailed to the cross, but now ruling and reigning in heaven and eternity. Only Jesus is the greatest authority there in eternity, and the greatest authority here at this time. With authority, Jesus says, if you remain faithful to my teachings, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Free. Free from fear. Fear from nagging guilt. Fear from discouragement. Free from hopelessness. Free from death. And the door to life forever will be open. You know, Jesus told a lot of parables about the kingdom of God and what it means to live in the kingdom of God. Sometimes those words are very comforting and gracious, right? Reminding us of the goodness and mercy of our Heavenly Father. There are other times, though, he spoke words of warning and judgment, reminding you and me it's too easy to forget God's ways and follow the ways of the world. Sometimes he spoke boldly with vivid images to make people sit up and listen like uh, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of the kingdom of God. The word. The word made flesh has come down to you and me today to speak his word of truth. That is what he reveals to us. His truth is powerful. His truth comes with that same authority as if you're speaking here in person. When, when you hear those words, your sins are forgiven. It is true. It's spoken with authority, right? It's his words of authority, regardless of who's speaking it. When you, when, you, when you read Jesus say, I will be with you always to the very end of the age, this is true for you too, regardless of the state of your body or mind at the moment. When someone reads to you Jesus' words, I'm, I'm giving you this, this peace of, of mind and heart. The peace I give is a, is a gift that the world cannot give, so do not be troubled. This is his word authority, of authority for you. Believe it. Because he means it. When you hear, this is my body and blood given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins, that is his word of promise for you. A promise that was achieved on the, on the cross is yours. You are God's child, you are loved, you are forgiven, you are an heir of heaven. And I think you get the idea, I don't need to go through all of scripture today to emphasize that our Christian faith is not some fairy tale, wishful thinking. It is based on God's amazing words of authority. When Jesus speaks, he always speaks with the human condition in mind. He speaks with love because he knows that we need that forgiveness, and without forgiveness, we have no hope of entering eternity. eternity. We struggle with so much, we doubt, and, and we question. Sometimes we wonder, Lord, I'm, I'm getting so overwhelmed. There's so much happening, I just can't cope, Lord. My life is spinning out of control. I'm going to crash and burn. The stress and the worry are more than I can handle, Lord. But listen to what Jesus revealed to you and me today. When we feel like life is spinning out of control, Let's hold on to the strong word of Jesus. His word has authority. His word has power for you and for me. His word promises us the support and strength that only God can give. 
And when we listen to that word and hold on to it, no matter how feeble our grip might be, like the people in the synagogue, I think we too will be amazed, won't we? Let's listen to that true adorer. Let's listen to the expert, Jesus. Amen. Please stand. And now may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Dear friends, let us confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed we confess together. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Dear friends, go with God's blessing this day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen.
Thank you for joining us in this time of worship. From all of us at St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, we thank you for listening. More worship opportunities are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. Just click worship at the top of the page. May God bless you and your family each and every day. And again, thank you for listening.